It is officially All-Star Weekend, and I only have one question for you. It's the most pressing question of this moment. What is the first thing you think of when you hear that song? There is only one correct answer, and there will be a test. Please! I don't want to go back there. You don't know what it's like to be considered a freak. Well, maybe you do. But that's why we gotta stick together. You gotta let me stay! Please! Please! Okay! Okay! But one night only. Ah, thank you. Ah. What do you know? Oh, oh, this is gonna be fun. We can stay up late, swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making waffles. Oh. That's right, it's Shrek. For anyone of a certain age, and I'm assuming the wide majority of the people that listen to this podcast, it is a early 2000s movie, animated movie, by DreamWorks Animation. Not, not the point, but it's all Star Break, and it's what popped in my head, and it's not like there's any more pressing news. So that's what I did. So... We all know we're all-star. Unfortunately, it wasn't Martin Natchez and Andrei Svechnikov. It was just Andrei Svechnikov. Weirdly, he was put in the fastest skater competition. It's not that I didn't have faith in him to do well. In fact, at this point, it's 11 o'clock on Saturday. I can say he, in fact, won the fastest skater at the NHL All-Star game. It's the third year in a row that a Hurricane has won a category. Jacob Slavin was the defending shot accuracy championship from last year, and Sebastian Alho the year before that. So it's nothing new. Um, I was open about boycotting this game, so I'm not going to... Well, it's not, the game hasn't even happened by the time you listen to this, but I, I've boycotted the weekend, excluding checking in um, to see what Svechnikov is up to. That's, you know, support the player. And, eh, you know, it's All-Star Weekend. Honestly, I normally really like All-Star Weekend, but I, I think my inner anger at the NHL is just too much right now. So, yeah, it's not for me this year. I will say it is aggravating that they didn't know how to say Svechikov's name, but I I don't know, guys. Like, you're going to name him an all-star, but you're not going to guarantee the broadcaster can pronounce Svechnikov. There's two of them. He's been in the league for five years. He's a star of the league, you know how I know? He was named an all-star. Lord had to say his fucking name. Anyways, let's get into it. 
Then the next day, they flew up to Buffalo, flew up to Buffalo, and defeated Buffalo resoundingly, five to one. SAT scores the fourth goal in Buffalo, which is second game. Don't know why I brought that up. Um, it was nice to see them score. I know why I brought it up. But focusing on the Kings game, Brent Bourne's open scoring in the fourth period. Everything's fine. We go into the fourth intermission up one nothing, and the second period is an utter disaster. LA scores four unanswered goals, and to be clear here, comeback kids for the second time in as many weeks. The Hurricanes have a miraculous comeback and win the game in overtime thanks to a Sebastian Ajo goal. And I'm not taking away from that win, and I'm not going to say the team is terrible. I do want to say that you cannot be the comeback kids. We just can't do it. The comeback kids cannot win a Stanley Cup. Once you get that deep, once it becomes April and May, it is next to impossible to have a comeback every night. And by next to impossible, I mean like it's so impossible that it's somehow a negative percentage. That's how impossible it is. I would point to the Florida Panthers of last year. President's Trophy winning team had all sorts of comebacks. And what happened? Spoiler alert, they didn't win the Stanley Cup. Double spoiler alert, they're nowhere near as good this year because they bet it all last year. But all they could seem to do was give up early leads, and that does not work in the playoffs. So, very exciting that we came back. Love the points. Need to stop. Absolutely need to stop. But... That's really all I got on those two games, guys. We won, won, won a winning streak, won another point streak. We'll see how far that goes. It's exciting because at any other point, a I think it's at a seven-game point uh, game win streak would be exciting. But because we've already gone on point and winning streaks this year, it's kind of like, eh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, what it is to be a fan of a good team. It's nice. We, we didn't have this in Carolina for a long time. and it, It's really nice to be able to appreciate winning streaks and be like, yeah, it's, I mean, it's only a seven-game winning streak. Wake me up when it's something. That Hurricanes fans of seven years ago would have lost their minds. But a few quick things. The Canes are now seven shorthanded goals away from tying their franchise record of 17, originally created, or I guess set, back in 2005-2006. I hear that was a good year for the team. I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't really know anything about their history. Maybe, maybe they didn't do so all well that year. But from what I hear, it might have been a good year. But number two is 13 from 1980-1981. No, the third place is actually a six-way tie um, at 12. Ninth place is 11 from 1986-1987. And now tied for 10th place. 2022, 2023, and 1991-1992. Now, I've mentioned this on Twitter several times. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show. The likelihood of this happening is still stupid low. It's absurd that they got seven shorthanded... Oh, well, shorthanded. We'll get to that. Seven empty net goals in January. I would add, and this is where shorthanded comes in, is it seems like 
and I'm sure they're not doing it on purpose, but maybe. They're committing penalties when the net is empty. <laughs> so they get, not only do they get the empty net goal, which is cool, but it counts as a shorthanded goal. I, I don't know. I think it's happened like three or four times now. And he's like, guys, just don't commit penalties. Just get the empty net or shorthanded goals are nice and all, but it's, come on. Not the point. Just a fun little thing to throw in there. Aho's six-game goal streak is the longest of his NHL career and currently leads the National Hockey League. If he scores a seventh goal, he'll tie Connor McDavid for the longest goal streak of the season. And this next one, I don't know how it flew under the radar. I mean, it's not huge news, but it almost seems like the Carolina Hurricanes have figured out how to score. Now... I realize it sounds like I'm drinking too much cough syrup and I need to go to sleep. I promise you that's not what is happening. It could be, but probably not. So, in the last seven games, the Hurricanes have scored at least four times, excluding against Dallas where they only scored three times in what was a defensive masterclass by both teams. They defeated Buffalo 5-1. to one. They beat LA 5 to 4. They beat Boston 4 to 1. 5 to 4 against San Jose, 5 to 2 against the Rangers and 5 to 2 against Minnesota. In fact, Carolina, I don't know how to phrase this guys. It's starting to seem like they might just have finish. It's early, it's not. <laughs> I actually really like there were still some people like, "Well, it's early." It's like, "Guys, it's the All-Star break. It's not early anymore." Like you're not gonna, the power play isn't going to fix itself within the season. It's garbage. It's garbage. We have to address that in a different way. We can't just keep praying that it'll figure itself out. It does seem like the power play is back to normal, though. And that's always a good thing. In fact, I don't remember the specific date, but I think it's since the first of the year. We have converted more on... No, it can't be, because we've gotten better on the power play. Okay, well, there was a moment, okay, where our power play converted less than our penalty kill which is the most Carolina thing of all time. But I'm, I think we're now at, in the low 20s on the power play. And we're at like 16 on the penalty kill. Yeah, that's right. 16% of the time since the calendar year 2023 has began, the Hurricanes have converted on the penalty kill to score a goal, which is stupid. But the power play is looking slightly better. I think some of that has to do with Jalen Chatfield because that kid seems like he can do everything. But that's really all I have on Hurricanes news and whatnot for this episode. I will be here through the All-Star break. So I took Wednesday off, mainly because I got sick again. I, I, I don't know, guys. I don't know what's happening. Maybe I just was never not sick, and it just like came back in force. But bad voice, a lot of cough syrup, a lot of hauls. Actually, not hauls. I went to Target, there was no hauls. Not my point. Either way, I will still be here through the All-Star break. I have several things lined up. I had one interview. Someone backed out. I haven't been able to find a replacement yet. We'll see what I can do there. But there will be episodes of Home Ice Advantage today, obviously, Wednesday and Sunday. And I believe the Hurricanes will be back that Wednesday. I'll be able to talk about that game against Washington on the 14th, which for a Full second here, I was just looking at the calendar and was like, wait, is the next game the stadium series? And no, I'm just stupid. 100% just stupid. They play the Rangers in Washington and Montreal, and then they play the stadium series game. 
But I'll, the whole point of this tangent is that I will be here through the All-Star break. I can tell you that the episode on Wednesday is going to relate to... Well, actually, the topic is... My favorite storyline so far this season, or storylines, plural. And then have the Carolina Hurricanes met expectations so far through this season. Keyword in that is so far. But we'll get into that on Wednesday. And for now, that's all I have with my grainy, scratchy voice. As always, thank you for listening to Home Ice Advantage. If you've made it all the way to the end, subscribe and rate the show if you haven't already. Share it with a friend if you have. You can follow me online at Colin Home Ice on basically every social media platform that is a major one. Don't, with Twitter dying, there's a bunch of random ones now. Not on most of those, but, you know, check out. Um, I'll be back on Wednesday. Sorry for the short episode. Yeah, things will get back to normal once I feel better. As always, and until we take on the Rangers, go King.